Well, welcome back to the Fancy Tipplers. All right, buddies, let's get started. I'm back from Vegas. The weird thing is, I actually came back with more money than I went with, which never happened. So um, I stuck it in my uh, Roth IRA and did not spend it on any bourbon at all. I'm lying. I bought it all. I bought several bottles of bourbon. So uh, yeah, uh, don't come, don't follow this podcast for financial advice. Um, we, we had like a really fun time while we were there. Um, it was the, hopefully the second to last bachelor party, meaning hopefully the next one will be mine. Or I'll never get married, who knows. We stayed downtown. To, and normally when I go to Vegas, like we go and we stay at one of the nicer ones, like like the like Contrapolitan, we've dated MGM before. Um, but this time, uh, because my buddy knows Vegas really well, we stayed downtown. And we used to just go downtown for like a day, but we, this time we stayed downtown for like four nights. And it's, it was awesome. It's completely different than it was like even 10 years ago. There's a really good renovated hotel down there. Like we stayed at the plaza. I had a great time, real nice room. Circa across the street had the nicest sports book I've ever seen. Um, and we had a lot of fun there. Uh, right next door to it, right across the Fremont Street, whatever it is, is Golden Gate. That's why I won a, a ton of money playing blackjack. So, yeah, it's just all around good time. Happy to be back. And what not after we hung over. So, all right, let's get to it. We are in week five now. So, after week four, nothing mattered. I don't care where you draft that person. I don't care... How much you like that person if you're like me and I'll talk about it in a minute you need probably need to make some changes you need to make some big changes and um, you need to put on your big boy or big girl pants and make them so it's time to dump it's time to move on um, draft capital doesn't matter uh, where let's just say for example uh, Brandon Ayuk I was taking him in the fourth and fifth round some people thought that was a little bit of a reach. They were correct. I am over him. I don't need him anymore. I've already got better uh, players on my on my bench, and I'm looking to pick up other players that are actually performing, like Hunter Renfro. So he's gone. So don't don't get stuck. Don't get stuck in the muck. Don't hold on to that that, that player the entire season. You know we're in it to win, um, and we're going to do it right now. So. Let's talk about my lead updates, because I like to put, put where my money, where my mouth is. I am not doing good. All right, so here's the breakdown. I am one in three in three fucking leads. I am two and two in two leads. I am winning three and one in one lead, although it's kind of a cool lead, the bourbon lead I told you about. And then there's like the Muggledon Bowl uh, with the fantasy footballer. I'm 0-4, just like last year. And I also had Kristen McCaffrey like uh, last year too. And I got uh, I got randomly selected for first last year, and I got uh, randomly selected to be second this year. And Kristen McCaffrey actually fell to me. So I'm not happy about that, but I do know what's happening. My team aren't that bad. They're, they're really, really solid. If you look at them, I should be at least middle of the pack. There were some matchups and some leads that just 
blew it out of the water. Like I said, when I get the guy that week that actually scored basically 175 points, and I scored like 130 or 140. Other times, it was completely my fault. I made a bad call. Like, there was one one that I started the Giant because I thought that would be funny. Kind of a wild card shot. Yeah, that hurt me. Um, but yeah, like, there's really nothing wrong, but it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating, and it made me do some dumb moves. So, but we're only in week five. I have come back from one and six to get into playoff. I have done that. So that's why you always fight to the very end. And you always want to make sure the playoff, if you're pretty sure you're not going to make it, you want to make sure the playoffs are going to be competitive as possible. Don't lay down. Don't ignore. You know, don't be a reason to get kicked out of your lead. All right. Player notes. Tyson, Wils Tyson William. Like, I spent a lot of fab money picking him up. Uh, and I don't know what happened. I, 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 he was inactive last week. Apparently he wasn't getting it done. The coaches don't like him. I don't know. I'm getting. I don't have enough information coming at me yet. But it's basically Latavius Murray um, role at this point on on the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm fine with that. Latavius Murray is a great running back. Well, hold on, not a great running back. He's a good running back. He backed up Mark Ingram. He backed up you know Alvin Kamara, and if you have him like I do in some league, you can start him. Um, but I'm not dropping Tyson Williams. Like, I'm not going to drop him until I know what's going on. Like, remember when Jack Moss was inactive week one? And even I did it. Everybody dropped him. Like, screw that. Fuck that guy. And then he became a touchdown-dependent guy. Because the Bills would get so far ahead, they should run the ball. And Jack Moss is obviously running back one for the Buffalo Bills. So, I'm not dropping him yet. But he is on the border. Like, he... If, is in, if he's an active this week or he just doesn't touch the ball he's gone like we're getting we're getting really close to that week seven cutoff time because like that that waiver wire well it's gonna get real dry and you want to make sure you have like all the components you need for the mid-season push and to, like uh make sure you do well off into the playoff we talked about it in the last episode like you should have spent 50% of your fab by now, unless you drafted a perfect team, and I bet you didn't. So, next, Brandon Ayuk, talked about him a couple of minutes ago. He's in this weird doghouse with Kyle Shanahan, and I've already mentioned I don't like that guy. So, I just made some tough calls, especially in the leagues where I'm like 1-3, he's gone. He had, I'm not going to waste a roster spot on him. Somebody else can step on that landmine, and... Uh, buy that cheap bourbon but uh yeah he was gone I, uh i picked up hunter info for him i actually got lucky and winley got damian william for nothing for five bucks i couldn't believe it i already have a lot of running back in that one particularly but i was like i'll throw it out there so we'll see what i do with that i may try to trade him to the uh um david montgomery guy that's on that lead um bah, 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 bah. Cool thing that was kind of actually happened this morning. Uh, Stephen uh, Gilmore was uh, the original report that he was being cut just to save $5.8 million in cap space. Uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen Gilmore, one of the, one of the premier cornerbacks uh, in the lead um, for New England Patriots. And it just seemed so weird. And then the next thing that came out was they got him for, like, Carolina Panthers traded for him. 
for like nothing, like a conditional sixth round pick. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but I thought that was a fucking great deal for Carolina. I mean, if New England didn't want to pay the the five point eight million. Fine. They're obviously in a rebuild, so why not? But I tell you what, Carolina Panthers. Now I've already streamed them a couple times and been successful with it. Now they're really on my radar because they have several stud cornerbacks now that they're trying to make sure that they're at least competitive in their division. So not this week, but the next couple upcoming game, I'm watching Carolina and I'm going to probably try to grab them off the waiver wire when they play against Atlanta, when they play against the Giants. It's going to be in consideration. So pay attention to Carolina Panthers. <sighs> what else we got? I don't know. We could do waiver wire pickups. Everybody knows what the waiver wire pickup this weekend. Damian Williams, this is hands down. I saw one lead uh, that that draft the, where the waiver wires go cheaper early. Somebody paid sixty five dollars every dime they had left in Fab to get them. And I think the most I bid was twelve. My running backs are doing pretty good in most of the leagues. I, I drafted really well. I just didn't, even, and I knew Damian Williams was going to be utilized at some point this season. I just never just didn't have the draft base for him. So, yeah, Damian Williams, top uh, tap waiver wire pick. But let's talk about like my favorite thing I like to do. It's like when I, like, a lot of these leagues are so competitive that I have to scrape the bottom of the bell. So let's go to the bottom of the bell. Dale Williams. Backup running back for Kansas City Chief. Why not? If you got space, you got some losers on your bench, some stinkers, dump them, put Dale Williams on there. They get the, they get the time of the year to start grabbing a uh, backup running back. Not not while you're drafting and not while the first two weeks, unless somebody seriously gets hurt. Uh, they get the reason why you don't like handcuffs. Because some people, most of these, people drafted Dale Williams or um, Damian Williams as the backup to you know, the, the RB1, and they ended up dropping him anyway. There was a guy, I, I gotta tell you about this, I picked up Aaron Jones off the waiver wire, like in two leads. And I, I like, I, I remember seeing it, like, deemed on my phone, I, I was like, what are they doing? So I took, like, if I had, like, both of those leads I had next to tight end for no reason, and I, I grabbed him, I grabbed Aaron Jones, I'm like, why is he on the waiver wire? Well, he's mine now. So, that's why they gotta pay attention to these things. All right, what else about him, Bell? Aaron Jones, not bottom of the bell. If he's on your waiver wire, go get him. Aaron Jones, Tolan Pollard, Latavius Murray, if they're on the waiver wire, grab him. Um, what up? Bottom of the bell. Jameson Crowder. Now, this kind of depends on what happens with Elijah Mitchell, but I think Jameson Crowder is a great staff in, and emergency flex play. Um, just because he's. Corey Davis hadn't done really what I wanted. But James Crowder, like, you know, it's just the darling waiver wire every year, the, no matter what the quarterback is, the darling waiver wire flex pickup, depending on the matchup. So watch out for him. Uh, Dan Arnold, who I have in my dynasty lead, and I'm just, I keep holding on to him like my Will Drizzly. Like, however, this opportunity he had, he came in and got some serious look three days after he got traded to the Jaguars. And everybody else is on IR, and he's pretty much a legit passing option, especially now that uh, they've got some injuries in the wide receiver core. 
So pay attention to Dan Arnold. He's a definitely a flex play. If you're in tight end purgatory, like I am in two leagues, why not? What up? Tyler Hicknett. Hope I pronounced his name right. I am becoming a huge fan of him. Quarterback for the Washington um, team, football team. Almost a Redskin. Uh, Washington Red. Uh, there it was. Let's take a little sip of my whiskey here. Tyler Hicknett, quarterback for the Washington football team. I'm becoming a fan of him. I like what I see. Uh, I'm surprised to find out he's been in the league for five years, but him and just, uh, Terry McLaurin, just, they have like a mind meld, and I love everything about it. Not this week, but coming up next couple of weeks, there could be some real DFS streaming options there. And I've already stashed him in one, um, one of my deeper leagues, just in case. Um, Matt Stafford goes down because he's my current quarterback there. So uh, I like him a lot. So that's it for the bottom of the bell. Let's talk about what I'm now calling drunken DFS. So I started comparing like all these DFS line optimizers and like what I actually pick. And I did a little experiment last year and I've been kind of doing it this year where I'll do like a couple of bets on the optimizer recommendation and I'll do a couple of bets on just my gut feeling and I went more on my gut feeling. So, but they're stupid. Alright, so I'm going to give you two lineups every week from now on. Then this is my drunken DFS lineup. So lineup number one. Sam Darnold is the quarterback. And we're going to go DeAndre Swift. And Nick Subs is our running back. DJ Moore as our stack with Sam Darnold. Hunter Renfro. Call my shot there. And Mike Williams. Who hasn't come down yet. I mean, we came down last week. And I think that's just no wide receiver going to be consistent. But I like the price point. So... And then, Dan Waller, like, anytime you're playing DFF, like, you should try to always wrap around Dan Waller. He is so consistent, it doesn't matter how much he costs. He's almost like Christian McCaffrey with running back, almost. Uh, my flex is James Robinson. I love him this week. He's actually in my second lineup as well. And then my defense, uh, ran out of, there wasn't a lot of money to play around with, so I called my shot on Washington. So, we'll see how they do against their poor quarterback play. Maybe get some interceptions. If they get through the line, maybe they get some stack. Who knows? And hopefully the score will be very, very low. All right, lineup number two. My quarterback is Kirk Cousin. Uh, I like his matchup this week. So Kirk Cousin, my running backs are James Robinson. Uh, you know, we said in uh, lineup number one. And then Damian Williams. I'm calling my shot on him. However, if you do bet him, make sure that he's actually playing. If he's not... I would uh, flex immediately to anybody else. Um, if you could get a Chase Edmonton in there, maybe, or whoever. Wide receivers are uh, stacked with uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously. I thought about Adam Thielen, but I just prefer just Justin Jefferson. I feel like he's going to really come through this game. Uh, Mike Williams again, uh, followed by Kristen Kirk. And I should think because of this high volume game that's going to come out, they're going to utilize him a little bit more because they're going to shut down Hopkins and A.J. Green. I think he's going to get 50 yards in touchdown. And for that price point, I'm willing to pay it. My tight end, Dalton Judge from the Dallas Cowboys. P. 
people forget that regardless of what the point score, uh, New York Giants are actually pretty solid defense. However, I think there's some injuries on that side, and they're going to force Dak to shut down with Dalton, his go-to guy as of right now. And my flex, I'm taking a risk with Cord uh, Cordell Patterson. Hope I pronounced his name right. Um, the Cordell Patterson train is going to end sometime. I just don't think it's going to be this week. So I'm taking a shot. And then my defense, it's like the cheapest thing available uh, was Atlanta, hopefully, against the Jets. We'll see what happens. And those are my two drunken DFF lineup. Uh, leave a comment. Let me know how it, how it works, if you did it, what tweaks you made. Um, and then I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Follow the show on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Fantasy Tippler and Twitter at Fantasy Tippler.